Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Hello and welcome to Headliner Radio, where we are delighted to be joined by Deuces, who are one of this year's Yamaha Music London ambassadors. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, how are you both and uh, where are you joining us from? And uh, if you wouldn't mind, would you each be able to just introduce yourselves and tell us what each of you does in the band, please? Wonderful. No, let's, I, I hope I remember all of that. So, <laughs> yeah, we're good. I'll start with me. I always start with me. I'm Martine. Um, and I'm Francesca. We're sisters. We're joining you from Northwest London. Um, and I am the bassist in the band. Me, Martine, I'm the bassist. And me, Francesca. I am the guitarist and the drummer. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you uh, so much for taking the time to have a chat with us today and uh, congratulations on being one of the uh, three uh, winners of the 2024 uh, Yamaha Music London uh, Ambassador competition. Um, I mean, first of all, can you just tell us um, how it felt to be one of the three artists that was uh, selected? Because there were hundreds of entrants for this uh, contest and there were two semi-final events at the at the store in London uh, each had I believe eight uh, performers on the night and then there were three winners in total and one of them uh, being yourselves how how did it feel to uh to to be one of the three artists that was named we feel like the luckiest girls in the world highly blessed because no word of a lie when we came to the first sort of semi-final the first bout we were the second heat and the level of competition was crazy. We're like, oh my God, everyone's so good. And they're all so good at their instruments. And, oh, they're going to give us a run. And here we thought, oh, we're good. Oh, because even being chosen from so many entries, that alone we're like, oh yeah, we got it, man. Yeah, we're going to win, we're going to win. But then when we came to the, 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 the second heat, we were like, oh, I don't know, Jessica, let's yeah. see what happens. And when they called our name, then in the second heat sort of we were like oh my goodness yeah. that, that alone was a great accomplishment we're like i can't believe it yeah i was just happy to be to have done the, gone through the final you know literally, <laughs> yeah. literally yeah, happens, happens you know exactly then, being yeah. there for the final yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but winning it was crazy i don't know if you saw it but even on our instagram there's a crazy reaction that we all had we were all jumping and in our chairs and hugging everyone <laughs> and because we really were not expecting it let alone to be called first that was like a mind blower. So, so grateful and so thankful. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, it was, it was a really impressive, uh, showcase. Like you said, you know, I, I, I was there for, uh, the two semifinals and, and the final and yeah, the, the level of, um, of talent on on show on on each of those nights was was really impressive you know it was kind of the and all different types of artists as well you know there were uh you know yeah. instrumentalists there were sort of singer songwriters there were uh you know there was another uh duo as well uh stone jets who were one of the other uh winners amazing i almost died when i heard him and he was singing it and the notes he was hitting, I was like, Jessica, if they want one duo for this, yeah. then we're done. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, they... We're out. Like that, we were like, yeah, we're out. I don't know if they don't want to put too many people in, but if that's the case, <laughs> then we're out. <laughs> yeah, no, the the the, the, the vocal talent uh, on display was was unbelievable. Um, I mean, how, uh, how much, I know it was only, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago, really, it was just shortly before Christmas. Um, have you had any conversations yet about what the ambassador 
ship will will mean for you going forward this year? So everyone's been so busy for Christmas, so I yeah. don't blame everyone. Everyone's got their families and all of that, and it was so close to the the season gearing up, and everyone's still got their day jobs and stuff, and the Yamaha team are busy. But I we did speak and reach out to, um, especially on the day, the Yamaha, the previous Yamaha ambassadors. And they were such lovely people. Yeah. And they were sort of in us sort of together in terms of, oh, yeah, it's going to be so great for you. Make sure you, you know put forward suggestions about how you kind of would like to, you know, help the brand or do things with the brand or collaborate. So it, we've got like ideas are buzzing already. So I can't wait to to sort of get stuck in and have um, yeah. but yeah we had a little discussion with some of the Yamaha team and they were like yep yeah, get ready because soon enough we're going to have you down you're going to choose your instruments well, so we can't wait for that bit because <laughs> as multi instrument, especially as Francesca <laughs> as a multi-instrumentalist I don't know what we're going to do there so <laughs> yeah. oh, amazing uh, and that's that's nice you've been able to chat to the previous ambassadors as well to get a little bit of a sense of uh, what it was like for them uh, in 2023 Um yeah, exciting. And it'll be great to see what, what kind of happens next, you know, once the new year kind of ramps up because at the time of recording this, you know, we are still only a few days uh, into the new year. So things will uh, inevitably ramp up a little bit as uh, as the weeks and months roll on. Um, I wanted to ask you to take us right back to to the beginning, if you like, for your, you know, the, the, not, not just your kind of music career, if you like, but when you first started developing a, a passion for music when you decided to start making music together what was the so tell us a little bit about your childhood and when it when you first decided that this was what you wanted to do it was it is it goes back really far so we're sisters mm. same mom same dad so even though we look kind of different sometimes we get like oh you guys look different oh you guys look like twins yeah. but we get the variation <laughs> so we're sisters we've always been together mm. um and our father, he was really sort of vocal. And our family, the, the Brighton side, our, our father's side of the family, one of them, one of his brothers is the drummer, one of them plays the, the jazz piano, and one of them, you know, so they're all quite musical, but very separately in, in a way. Yeah. And that was never their main focus, but it's always been a passion. So riding around in the car with our dad, yeah. blasting this, and he had this crazy sound system in his car. So we would listen to everything yeah. at like 100 and hear every note in the bass line, every every strum in the guitar and all of that sort of stuff and loads of old school R&B stuff, like a lot of, a lot of different things. Uh, Jodeci was one of his like big ones at the time. Okay. So I think going from there, so he passed um, in 1999 and we're sort of Sorry, two sir. sisters of, of my mum and like dad together. So we have other half siblings. So they're older than us. So, and one of them, her name is Dominique. And it was really by chance. So in school, as we were coming to secondary school, we would, I think there was a program that came in and um, where the school bought a bunch of instruments. So they bought some guitars, they bought some bass guitars, they bought some keyboards, they bought drum pads and they bought like a bigger drum kit that was like pristine. And they were running to the classes at the time where guys get into little bands um, and learn a song and then we're going to do the songs so that and that was just the direction so we were really free in the, in the midst of that yeah and we've always been really really good friends with the music department together yeah. like yeah. that was our safe haven in school um and she's a year older than i am but still because the program was they invested so much money in it everybody got to play with the instruments do the things and we learned that i think the first one i i did i chose the bass guitar because i'm ashamed to say it had the least strings on it and looked 
not too daunting. And that was my first dabble with the bass guitar, basically. But before that, I was going to say, like, yeah, we did, I think we were drawn to it because we had that, um, like, a a history kind of grow up trying to, you know, learn instruments and stick to it. (laughs) (laughs) But when I was younger, I got into the piano um, and we both got into the violin. violin. So this was in primary school. I think we saw this movie. I can't remember what it was called. But this lady came in and taught all these students violin and they made this big violin orchestra. We found it so inspirational. We're like, mommy, we need violin. So Jessica got a blue violin and I got a red violin. <laughs> and she and she got us violin lessons. But I'm ashamed to say the violin didn't really go past like six months to a year. Because I was like, oh, my neck. And <laughs> I was able to kind of get out of it because I was like, well, I've got the piano. So I'll do that to that because you know, it's not for me kind of thing. And and yeah, Martin had to go through the torture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then you know, moving on later, as I was, I started to do some drum lessons in school, which well. was really out of the ordinary. Even in our family, but she kind of came in. She was like, "I want to start learning the drums." And even I was like, "Chester, girls don't play the drums. Like, why can't you choose something else? Like, yeah. something else. Like, why would you want to do the drums?" Yeah. She's like, "I want to do the drum." So that that was her on the drum kit. She was having sort of lessons in school yeah. from like year seven, eight. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was around yeah, the, the year nine time we did the whole bands in school sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I chose the bass guitar. She already knew how to play the drums. And then it kind of just started to come together and we're like, mm-hmm. so then I asked my mum, buy me a bass guitar so I can play at home. Mm-hmm. And I think our uncle loaned Francesca a drum kit because our uncle played the drums. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, let's start playing together. Let's start making songs. Francesca, yeah. because she had already learned how to play the keyboard, when I was doing that program, I was like, hey, let me start trying the guitar. And originally, I was like, you know, just trying to dabble with it. I was, had to lay it flat and play it like a piano. Left hand. And then eventually I did get to you know, turn it up the right way. You know, because, yeah, it's, it's just, I love to, to play things um from ear yeah so. yeah definitely play by ear type of people yeah. so I think that's where it started and then our older sister who came into the mix she's like you know she just came up back from a breakup she came out and she was like I want to spend more time with you guys because you know I live over here so I don't really get to spend much time with you I just went through a breakup I'm trying to get you know my identity back now mm. and then she saw what we were doing she's like I'm gonna learn the guitar and we're gonna make a band so it was me Francesca and our other sister Dominique started a band and we were called we are blonde or blonde. We're blonde. called blondes because we're like, we're not blondes, but it's like three long blondes. But like trivia, like we're not blonde, but we're yeah. called blonde. <laughs> and it went crazy. Like we really started to write songs together, play songs together, come up with yeah. these like, these um, rhythms and melodies. And it was really, really, it was such a bonding yeah, sort true. of moment between yeah. all of us because growing up kind of separately kind of really brought us together as like half siblings and stuff. Mm. Um, and then we took a dive. So I was going to uni so I went to uni for biomedical sciences yeah, and Francesca went to uni for math. maths, mathematics. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first year we were doing it and we're like, oh, you know, and she's like second year. And we're like, yeah, this is good. But our older sister came like, why don't we just go to New York and just see how the band thing goes just for six months, just see what happens. And because we're young, we we're like, why not? And that was a long time ago now. So we did all of that. Our older sister fell in love with New York and didn't want to come back. So we came back and then we were like, well, we're going to continue what we're doing because yeah. what we're doing is amazing. Yeah, we, we don't want to stop, right? And we, we, we can't live in New York. New York was a weird bubble. It didn't feel real like reality, but it was so fun at the time. 
But I wanted to come back to a place where pasta costed 19 pence in Tesco and not like, I just, it didn't, it just, I didn't like it. Like, like you couldn't get fruit and vegetable in the city. It, just, it was crazy. To me. So, <laughs> so we came back and we're like, okay, let's just say deuces to the whole thing. And we're like, oh, let's say deuces. I'm like, you know what? Deuces. Bye. And start again. So that's how we came to be deuces. Yeah. Amazing. That's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a, it's a really interesting story. Um, I mean, how have you found, it sounds like it's quite a sort of harmonious relationship, but you know, that's not always the case with siblings in bands and uh, you know, when they make music together, it's not to say it can't work out brilliantly, but like it can be quite intense. What's the kind of creative collaborative process like between you? So a lot of the time, especially when I come out with something new, I tend to be inspired in just weird moments. Sometimes I'm like hoovering up or sometimes I'm washing the dishes or sometimes I'm hearing something else and I'm like, ooh, da, 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 da. Mm. So sometimes I might come with like a little melody or I might come with a few lyrics and I'll show the melodies, Cheska. I think it should go something like this. Mm, mm, mm. And she'll go, okay, I'm liking this. Do what you're doing. And then Francesca's portion, she's like the producer. She's like the Timberland of like the family, like <laughs> When she comes in like, no, it's not going to go, mm-mm, it's going to go, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Like, we're going to change it up here. And sometimes, you know when you, you kind of come with something and I'm like, no, I really wanted this part to be more simple. She's like, no. <laughs> and those moments, it can be a bit more contentious because especially as the bass guitarist, I'm singing at the same time I'm the lead vocalist. Mm. So songs where the bass is doing something really like elaborate, elaborate <laughs> and I'm singing something really elaborate. I'm like, please, Cheska, can we calm the bass down here? He's yeah. like, no, it needs to, like, it, it needs to, you better just practice, just sit, practice, you'll get it. And I'm like, you don't understand what, what it works. I mean, I, yeah, because to, to be honest, we're a slave to the sound. Really. The sound is what we're after. And when we know it hits right, we all agree because we're all passionate about the music creating. Mm-hmm. So that's what wins over everything, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. I mean, you, you said you, you used to be a, a three piece um has there ever been any point of discussion of bringing in extra additional members to the band or are you kind of happy with where things are as a two-piece does that work for everything you want to do musically at the moment what's the you know i I wondered if if you'd ever kind of thought about replacing uh you know your other sibling who have been in the band and and kind of expanding the 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 scale and and the size of the band i think in terms of like the production of the songs and the way they come out at, at this moment, we're very much into the duo aspect because I think we know each other so well and the harmonies that we're able to put together and the kind of composition we're able to understand each other so well mm-hmm. when it comes to making a song. I think right now that's just like so precious to us and we're mm-hmm. perfectionists in that way. So, and we just come up with melodies that we're like, yes, that's exactly what I thought in my mind when I thought about it, but I couldn't put it to words. We have that kind of relationship so I think for the creation of the music, we like to keep it close. But in terms of performance yeah. and performing and being inspired by other people and maybe doing some collaborative stuff yeah. with other people, we're super open because because we're an incomplete band in a way and Francesca can do one or the other. I, can't, I don't have four hands. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have four hands. She can't do everything. If we could, I'll just clone her and she would just stand on this part of the stage, this part of the stage. I won't put you dabbling with the double bass. And I'm like, Francesca, you can play the bass too. You And then I can just sing and then we free Francesca's. But that's not reality, obviously. So, so and, we're, and I do love a lot of other musicians. Like some guitarists are crazy and think, oh my God, I can never be that great. A guitar and, and bassist that are like wild and drummers and 
even going live, we have incorporated other musicians into the band to give it that big live bump up. But and we have ideas about you know doing things to orchestras and to 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 big brass bands and stuff. So we would definitely work with oh, other musicians. musicians. And I feel like the sp- the pocket is there because we're just the duo. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that make us really special. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, who have been some of your big influences? You know, from your sort of formative years or to, to you know present day. Uh, who are some of the artists and musicians that have even if they've not necessarily shaped the sound of the music that you made, but, but artists and records that have had like a lasting impact on, on your process, maybe. When we started getting into band mode, everything just became like, you know, we just listened to every channel. Everything kind of changed. So bands when we were, yeah. we love Muse, Arctic Monkeys, uh, The Strokes. We love um, Metallica. <laughs> so let's yeah. down. We just went like we went crazy. So when we were younger, obviously growing up in like a but black household, Caribbean, you know? we have the reggae roots and all of that stuff, and the bashment which we mm-hmm. had when we were children, and the R and B, the smooth, the slow jams, and all that stuff. And that's what we sort of grew up with. And then at one point, my mum like she used to drive us everywhere, and Heart Radio was on. So Heart Radio, Radio was on. Brought us all the way back to the seventies and the eighties and the sixties and all that music. And we could any at one point any song that came on the radio, we could sing it to you. Basically, we could sing it as well. Um, and then when we started playing instruments, that's that phase like that we just was talking yeah. about where we started listening to all the bands, any kind of kind of band, mm. any genre of band, any kind of music we like we listened to. It was yeah, so yeah. And in our school, I think in our school and in the demographic we were in, obviously the grime scene is, is everywhere around us, and the, that yeah. that sort of, it's just everywhere. So you always hear that sort of thing. Walk up Halls and High Street, you're gonna hear you know the grime. The, 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 the. So I think when we sort of tried to bring well, all these kind of little aspects and yeah. influences in, but our lines, like we always say we're eclectic because a lot of the time, even songs you don't think we might know, we know that song and I know all the lyrics and I know how it goes and I can probably play it. Mm. So, <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. Cause I, th- I think, you know, from, you know, see from seeing you at each of the uh, Yamaha showcases, th- there is a real, there's a real distinct sound to what you do. It's not uh, something that's easily identifiable or that you can kind of put, put in a, a you know, label with a genre. Um, so it's kind of, you know, it makes sense to hear that, that there, there is all this kind of big, you know, melting pot of influences and, uh, you know, inspirations that have, that, that have contributed to, to what you do. Um, I mean, what has been the, your your kind of output so far, I guess. Like, how much do you have recorded? Do you have plans for this year to get more stuff recorded and released? What have you kind of done to date, and and what do you hope to have in the pipeline? So, I think to date, a lot of the time in our early days, it was a lot of performing live, a lot of so far shows. We we were beating out the so far scene. At one point, we was on every month, like so far, so far, so far. Mm. Um, and then we did a lot of the festival stages as well. Um, but our, our, our kryptonite, the London scene, yeah, festivals and stuff. But our kryptonite was always we didn't have the body of work really recorded. We have so many things, so many drafts, so many songs, all in our head or on paper or drafted, but not finished. Mm. Which has kind of been our like because we want it to be perfect. But we're kind of over that now. I think the last EP we just put out, which is called Loud, really kind of encapsulated that for us. Like just do it just sing it and we love how it turned out and we just went really in on those songs basically so 
I think this year we have this big body of work behind us that no one can see except for us. Yeah. So what we're going to be doing is recording all of that. Yeah. Um, a lot of it's recorded and we're just going to be putting it out bit like by as I'm, like, by a bit through the year, dropping singles. So I'm, we're hoping to be dropping singles left, right and centre through this next year. Mm. Hoping to do a lot of fun things in terms of the visuals for those singles um, and, you know, just be... And also... I kind of wanted to go back to all of the so far shows. I really miss those now. Those were like maybe like three, four years ago now, but they were so intimate and everyone was so engaged. And I love that that vibe and that environment. So I feel like we're gonna we're kind of do gonna something. do that again. I think it's <laughs> it's it's really it's really good to hear. Like the, I I find it interesting sometimes with um not not with all but with some kind of new artists. You know, kind of current generation of artists where it seems like there are people that have recorded a lot of music and made quite big strides in their career in terms of their recorded and you know that their their recorded output but have barely played a gig um and that's a problem because if you if you kind of do it that way round like it's very very rare i would say impossible even for for artists to kind of find their feet on stage in their first two or three gigs like you need to build that up over time. So it might be, it's all well and good having, uh, you know, a good following on your, uh, on your social media and on your, your streaming platforms and all that kind of stuff. But if, if you kind of built a reputation, then people come to see you live and you don't know how to kind of present yourself as a live act. It's a, it's a little bit of a problem, I think for some people. And I've spoken to a few artists that have done that. They're, they've got like incredible numbers digitally. And then they talk about like, they're terrified of playing live because they've never really done it. And it's, it's quite refreshing to sort of hear about it being done this way, because once you've done that, then you, that's the kind of groundwork that you need. Um, Cause if, if you, if you're really good and then you get people to come to your gig and then you're rubbish live, it's kind of, you know, it doesn't really work. Um, yeah. A lot of the time we had that one run, people be like, Oh, I love, I love that so much. Where can I, I find hear, you? Yeah, Where can I hear that? And I'm like, are you on Spotify? We're like, no, um, no not, not yet. <laughs> um, and they're like, the socials, I'm like, yeah, it's there, but, with the song, so I feel like that yeah. problem, which I not look like the best, like a lot of the other competing contestants, but at the same time, yeah, we're spoken about in whispers and myth. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it worked. You know, I, th- I think that's the right way of doing it because no one, you know, whether it's with what, what you know what you're writing and recording or whether you're playing live, like no one starts off, you know, at the top of their game. It takes you, uh, it takes you a while to get there. So I think that, you know figuring yourselves out as a live act first is almost like the, the, the right way to go about it. Um, and, you know, evidently that paid off with the, with the Yamaha competition, you know, cause it was a live, it was a live judging session, you yeah. know, um, yeah. amazing. I mean, how, uh, I, I, I guess it's only early in the year. So, you know, there's, there may not be anything to report on this front at the moment, but have you, do you have any kind of shows or anything like that lined up for the kind of early part of this year? Or um, are you still kind of working on, on, on that side of things at the moment? Putting feelers out, like we've gotten a, a few offers and stuff, but we're kind of thinking about the strategy, you know? So, yeah. but, um, but nothing in, in, in stone yet, but, always keep an eye we always keep our pages updated and our banners in town and all yeah. of that with all of our shows so yeah. a lot of time we do just get you know last minute stuff and just <laughs> yeah yeah so. <laughs> and um if uh for, for any of you know our listeners who who want to find you and listen to you uh where can uh what's your kind of social media 
um, handles and stuff? How, how can people follow you and keep up with what you're doing? So we are at Deuces UK on all platforms. And that's Deuces. You think you want to spell Deuces with a C, like how you would do that? No. Spell it with an X instead of the C and you've got it. So Deuces UK, D-E-U-X-E-S-U-K. On, on everything you'll find us on Spotify, Deuces. Um, if you get us on Instagram, you can you can link through. We've got a new EP that's just come out and there's more to come, guys. So stay tuned and stay, stay on it perfect well thank you so much uh both of you for for joining us today i really do appreciate it and, and huge congratulations uh once again on a on a well-deserved uh win with the yamaha music london ambassador contest um and we wish you all the best for this year and uh hopefully at some point uh further on in 2024 we'll be able to catch up and see what's happening with the uh partnership with yamaha and uh what the the kind of next steps for the band are thank you so much Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.